Okay. Thank you for coming back for another episode of the Autonomously Poly podcast. This is Dre, they, them. And today we're going to be talking about dating. Can we get some introductions around the Zoom? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going first. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll I'll just take it away. Um, I'm Jay, and my pronouns are she and hers. And I also wanted to welcome everybody back for our first episode in our second season. And who is next? I'll go next. My name is Neela Thor, and I use she, her, and they, them pronouns. I don't know what aspects of my intersectionality y'all are interested in. All of them. All of them. (laughs) Here, single mom, disabled, submissive, still exploring a lot of things, and most certainly polyamorous. Thank you. I'm next. Peace. I'm Andrea Richardson. My pronouns are she, her, goddess. Um, I'm here in St. Louis, Missouri. I'm all the things to queer, ball-headed baddie. Um, I'm a full-spectrum doula. I'm also a Reiki practitioner. Um, I'm an asthmatic. So all the things. Mm-hmm. Hey. We got an Andrea and an Andrea, huh? Mm -hmm. Y'all. Yes. Sorry, Jay. No, I was going to say just yes. Thank y'all for being here. Thank y'all for showing (laughs) up. Um, Let's see. So this is our first episode of our second season. We're going to talk about dating um the good the bad the woes what y'all feel about it um possibly how your intersections play into dating um if like if you guys have certain configurations right now you know because Dre and I are solo polyamorous um and I know Andrea is solo poly as well but Nyla, uh, how do you identify as far as polyamorous concerned? I am still discovering the answer to that question. Um, I'm currently moving as a solo poly person. Um, I've explored whether or not I believe in relationship anarchy or if hierarchy is a part of how I want to be polyamorous. I don't quite know the answer yet. Um, I intuit that I probably would do well with the anchor partner and then have our network of partners in addition to that. But right now I'm solo dolo. Mm -hmm. And that is dope. Um, So (laughs) I don't have any really like questions or anything. I want to talk about it as far as dating is concerned. But if everybody wanted to just talk about their you know dating experiences how they feel about dating we can just do like a popcorn style talk about that if they're dating now things of that nature so I guess I can start I will start I don't have to probably start so I uh, I I like dating 
Um, so as of right now, I have one long distance partner and one person that's local. However, I, I don't have any more energy for people that identify as males. Um, so I am specifically trying to date uh, female identified folks. Um, and that has been a, that has been a journey. That is, it's been really, I ain't gonna say rough. It's, it's been, it's been a trip. Um, I'd probably say all the girlfriends I've had, I didn't like start off dating them. That's so weird. I met them like online or just met them through other people and haven't dated. So, you know, within the last coming years, since I, you know, broke up with my ex-girlfriend, um, I have gotten on like specific dating sites, you know, plenty of fish and um, what's the other one? Things with a T. I'm trying to think of it. Tinder? I want to say Tinder. Well, I want to say Tumblr. Tinder, <laughs> gosh. Tinder, Lord, uh-uh. Tinder, okay, yes, that's horrible. And then like on like Facebook dating or whatever. Um, There's a Facebook dating? Is. There is a Facebook dating. Um, <laughs> Ew. Um, and Rian, answer to that question that's in the chat. Yes, it is. Um, so, uh, oh, wait a minute, what did I do? So wait a minute, you said, no, no, you've been talking about dating for months now. Every time we get on the phone, there's a new date. How are you getting all these dates? If I get on the phone, I'm not talking about new dates. I'm talking about people that I meet, but they're not new dates. That's, that's the hard part. Uh. That's, you meet people, and that's, I think that's the, that's the rough part. You meet people, but then it's like, I'm finding that they're being flaky. And I don't want to say it's just the female identified folks, but yeah, it is. It's really hard for people to stay consistent. I think when you're a queer person, because I identify as queer, um, everybody knows that. Um, but when you're dating female identified folks, it's, I think it's a different ball game. Um, I don't want to say I'm super aggressive, but if I'm on a dating app and somebody likes me, I'm going to like them back. and I'm going to speak. And I'm noticing that folks are liking me and not speaking. <laughs> so I'm just like, yo, what's that about? Um, and I think that whenever you're, you date, quote unquote, male identified folks, it's a little bit easier. Um, and I don't know, it's just it's this weird, hard thing, but I am attempting to connect with people. I have had several conversations and connections with folks. Um, intentionally, of course, letting them know that I am polyamorous. No, I'm not looking for a threesome. No, I'm not looking for a triad or anything like that. Um, but yeah, that's that's my thing for right now. Does anybody else wanna say anything about what they feel about it and how it's been for them? I see you nodding. Come on. <laughs> I feel like it's weird because I'm new to dating as an adult. So for context, I was in a long-term monogamous 
hetero presenting relationship for 11 years. So from the age of 21 to 30 something to, mm-hmm. um, I was married. I was married. I was with the same person and not exploring a lot of the aspects of who I am, like gender wise or sexuality wise. Um, and I just separated from my husband in 2021, April of 2021. So I've been uh hardcore dating. <laughs> I shouldn't even say that's that's not an accurate description, but it's just like I feel like a I'm like when I first was dating people, I was in college and we like Facebook was not even like we had it, but it wasn't like we weren't on Tinder and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Um, so you were meeting people in a natural environment versus having to put yourself out there tell people who you are before they meet you, guess who people are just by a profile. Um, so it's been really interesting. Um, as far as places where I've been dating, I know one thing that's challenging is that for me, I feel like I've had a long period of not getting what I want. So I've been very explicit about what I want and how I'm dating now. So I was like, I, I, in addition to being poly, I'm not vanilla at all. So like, putting myself on like the traditional dating apps like Tinder or all those other things, it feels like this is this is not going to yield the results I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I have very limited options for where I can like source people to date. Um, so I have a profile on Feld, which is a dating app specifically for like poly and kink-friendly folks. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm on FetLife, which is not at all a dating app. <laughs> not at all. Well, <laughs> not in the least. That is not the function of that site. But it has it has been a place where I've found a majority of the people I've dated in the past year and change. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And this has been interesting. I think what you mentioned, um, Jacqueline, about um people not reaching out on dating apps I'm that person <laughs> but I have in my profile I stay explicitly I'm submissive I'm scared to reach out first I don't initiate things please message me first so <laughs> See, it's people like you that make me have to come out of my shell because I got tired <laughs> of being ignored and I was like yo what's up Are you hot come here you want to go on a date because I don't know how to ask people those questions <laughs> look <laughs> All right, no, I'm gonna fail if I have to initiate. I'm gonna be like, so uh, you like <laughs> like it's not it's never gonna lead to an invitation. So so yeah. Um, and I'll stop there because I I don't want to take up too much space, but it's been it's been wild. Dating while Polly is wild. <laughs> uh, I know for me, um, it's been really strange being in this panini press, um, trying to get to know people. Um, as a solo poly kinky person, um, queer human. But one app that I uncovered, I don't know if a friend was telling me about it, but her, um, be her app. I like that app. I like it. Me too. Um, it, um, I've met a lot of like black queer fans. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Um, one person that I met, we were like reading 20 more excerpts back and forth it was nice I was like this is so nice queer femme love um but she lied (laughs) she lied the first weekend so um she had a kid which is cool but she lied about being married to a whole cis head man (laughs) 
And I was like, oh, what happened? Like, okay. Like, oh, no. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> no, uh-uh. thank you. Why would you keep that from me? <laughs> so she was gone. I miss it. <laughs> but you're going to lie at the gate. <laughs> That's okay. Got a lot to kick it. Good day, ma'am. Um, what'd you say? What'd you say, Jay? I said, you don't got a lot of kicking. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Why would you lie about that? I was, when you first said that about y'all reading Tony Morrison together, I'm like, oh my God, I want to read Tony Morrison I'm about to start crying. Then you said she lied. I'm like, oh no. She lied. And I went off. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> you have to lie you could have told me you you know you're in a poly partnership but you know there's a lot of secrets around that I think she just wouldn't live it right <laughs> and I was like mm. I can't deal with deal with this so um I but I have I enjoyed her I've met some you know good associates and good sex and sessions with folks on her so but everything else makes me want to throw my phone you know I get a one WD <laughs> you know, what is it, um, WID or whatever, and I want to throw my phone across. I just want to install, uninstall the app and throw it across the floor. I do agree too much. Don't worry about it. About Every most couple of months. Tinder, POC, <laughs> plenty of fish, whatever. So, but her has been really nice to me, except that one encounter with that lady lied about her whole life. I was <laughs> like, you told me about your kid. Why would you that tell me about you and your husband and uh so I think she was cheating for real mm, I don't think she probably. was probably so oh, she no. was so nice she was so nice I was like we got this Toni Morrison popping like this is great and then she's like oh my husband's coming into town I was like back into town I was like you didn't tell me you were married <laughs> like what's going on sis okay never mind good day that sounds just- like the woman I just met oh field Oh my goodness, we had a first oh date <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, oh my God, can I have a hug? <laughs> and we started making all kinds of dates because she skates, which is the same thing I do. She likes plants and I love plants. She's interested in kinky. Oh yeah. She had purple and red dreadlocks. And I'm like, oh my God, colorful hair, <sighs> cute glasses. I'm like, oh my God, I'm smitten. And then her husband got upset because she was about to explore kink and told her she can't date. I'm like, why would, well, can I at least be your friend? Because I need somebody to go skating with. And so we're doing that now. But that's Aww. been my only issue with dating is everybody turns into a friend, which to me, my friends are my partners too. I'm not going to say lovers, but they're my partner. And generally I prefer to date a friend. So I don't really move that fast. Like we have to kick it out, like hor- not horizontal, vertically outside with other people and have common interests before I'll even consider dating. Mm-hmm. So my issue is everybody becomes a friend. And since everybody doesn't view friendship like I do, then they're like, oh, we can't do anything now. And I'm like, but this is the perfect time. Like we know each other. We like each other. Aww. I still think you're hot. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, Aww. like what's going on? Yeah. Uh, I'm just, I just had to get off, off mute and off, I had to take my video off too, because as y'all can see, the, the audience can't see, but I got on there and I was like, what? Like you, my husband told me what I can't, what? Yeah. You, you tell me what I can't. Okay. See, this is, this is the reason why I'm not married. 
Because you ain't telling me what to do. I'm a grown woman. Okay. Let me get out this time. I feel like that brings up a frustration that I've been encountering when dating polyamorous people who are partnered, who don't have like clear boundaries and expectations and agreements with their partners. So like I've had a few instances, mostly with male presenting folks who have some partners (laughs) where I'm interfacing with, I'm interfacing with like the two people separately. Like my main connection or the person I'm like dating per se is the male identifying person, but I'm in connection with the femme or woman in the relationship. But somehow there's this thing that happens sometimes where there's a middleman communicating. And I know I need to be better on like, let me, let me talk to you some more sis to make sure what this, this person is saying is actually what it is. Cause I've been caught in scenarios where like a, a, a metamor or a person that I'm not dating directly is like, oh, actually this is a boundary or actually this is what we have as an agreement. I'm like, wait, they, they didn't what? say, wait, hold on, wait, hold on, wait, hold, hold the hell up. What? <laughs> What's it like? And I feel like I do so much work in the front end to make sure like I have access to metamors or, you know, people in the queue, like I ask up front what boundaries are and still somehow stuff be falling through the cracks. And it's so fresh. Like you um, talked about earlier, somebody like lying. It's just like, why? We here to be open. Why are you trying to like conceal things? Like that's the opposite it is. Like no kind of sense. Yeah. That's why I like to have um, a meal with a couple if I'm going to talk to one of them. We all need to sit at the table and I am a wild child. So I'm not going to filter. I'm going to say whatever it is I've been told. And if they <laughs> don't know what's happening, we about, they're going to have a fight. And I'm going to be like, this ain't my business. You shouldn't have lied. <laughs> like, don't come to me as a liar because I might set fire in your house by talk, talking. So yeah, I don't normally like to with people who are in a really serious monogamous looking relationship because number one, people don't talk clearly or directly they want to talk in cute flowery sugar-coated language and everybody tells me I'm so hard and rude and I'm like no you're soft just say what you have to say without giving me all of that other stuff I don't need the exposition I don't need the background I don't need what you're gonna do tomorrow what's happening right now mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like to that point though in a lot of these scenarios for me it's not like it's not like I haven't had interactions both platonic and like intimate with the other partners so it's just like we're involved <laughs> like, we're involved at this point why are you lying exactly like, what your partner inside look like why are you lying to me that's that's the way I feel about it. it's just like I don't know I, I don't understand when people want to keep secrets yeah. are they new in either scenario no and 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 (laughs) you mentioned like couples that move monogamous i don't do that like i only like to date other poly people and in both of these instances these aren't monogamous couples well no they're not saying the couples were but they look like it because you know across the social media when you see them out you only see the two of them and Mm -hmm. so if somebody expresses interest i'll be like all right let's see what you're talking about but i don't like what i see off front Mm -hmm. i'll give you a chance because sometimes they're just private that hasn't that's happened like once I think I think it's also that's another reason why I don't 
ever really date uh, couples, but I also make it very, um, very uh, specific when I'm talking to the person that um, I have no interest in your man. No, we're not having a threesome unless it's another woman. Um, <laughs> never mind, you didn't hear that. Um, uh, so whatever y'all got going on is fine. I like my things to be separate. I like my relationships to be separate. Like I will do, I don't really do kitchen table, but parallel, I will. So it won't be all this line. Also, I feel like a lot of men don't know how to communicate, but that's another topic. Um, so I'm going to leave that there. But when you said that, I was <laughs> thinking about something I saw on IG, I think, where, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to find it. But it was a post and they were talking about that, like people were saying certain things in their polyamorous like life, but it was like, like not true and it was this whole mess um I gotta find it too so let me find that but that's how I feel and I would I would just be so uncomfortable if that happened like okay who's the liar here because I don't like that you don't have to lie to me I prefer the hard truth if necessary but let's just tell the truth because that's part of polyamory Mm -hmm. being truthful so Mm-hmm. Okay. My brain is not working right now. Oh, here's one. Here's one. Here's one. For us on the, the, the call that are not that are non-binary, gender queer, and all that, how does that affect your your dating? Because for me, the biggest issue I have is usually the ones with the penises and the she's and the hers and the queens and the males and the ladies. Stop it, please. Everything. Just stop it. And then they're like, but, but I don't care what you see. I'm telling you what it is. <laughs> Does that affect either of you? Yeah. It doesn't affect. It doesn't affect me, but I feel like that's rude if somebody calling you um, queen or sis or anything like that until you know the person, until you're like cool with them. I know people who say like don't call me sis don't call me queen don't call me none of that until you know me um but I feel like there are so many male identified folks who for one um take femme relationships or two women really you know women's relationships as not as serious and it's always unless they're in the relationship unless they're included in what's going on it it's not a very serious thing so we're all always almost like counted out like you know it's not a serious thing and I have to tell people all the time like if they have a a male partner like (laughs) this is the boundaries this is where it's gonna go like Mm -hmm. yeah I'm good if I want a man I, I got my man I got who I got you know so it's not necessary but um I feel like they're always just so intimidated. You have a, you could have this strong energy as a woman um, and they're intimidated by that. So that is a whole nother story. Um, uh-oh. That's a whole nother story, but I want to hear everybody else's ideas. I want to hear from Andrea because Andrea hasn't said anything or very much. <laughs> I know. 
like a lot of cis head dudes, the penis people. Jane, Jane knows I call them that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't do couples either. It's just, it's strange. I love to date as a just poly solo people, other poly solo people. Um, I think that, hmm, yeah. Um, well, have you dated a lot? Oh, wait, I, I did have a thought though. Um, I've learned that a lot of, it's unfortunate and it makes me incredibly sad that a lot of queer women who are in like either marriages or in partnerships with like the penis people, they center maleness or center men. <laughs> and it, it bothers me, I think, as a, a person, as a queer person who doesn't center men or masculine energy um, in my solo poly partnerships. It's very frustrating. It's weird. It almost reminds me of a lot of like straight women for real. <laughs> straight women like centering <laughs> maleness and men or penis people it makes me really sad and makes me think ah, where's the loyalty eh <laughs> it's not here <laughs> penis people I'm gonna be mm -hmm. saying that forever now yeah I like that term <laughs> take it the uh, penis havers the, the penis havers wait a minute go ahead I was I was gonna respond to the question about like penis people like how they handle my gender identity or how they misgender me. I feel like one of the most common things is cis men or I feel like it's mostly cis men um, who are like I'm straight, and then I'm like okay, well you don't want to date me because. I am not a woman, like, all of the time. I identify as Demi or Demi, but I'm just like, yeah, there will definitely be times where I'm not a woman, so would, why what would you, you want to do that? To me? Yeah, like, what, <laughs> like, and then, and then the, the response is always, well, it's all good with me, because you got, no, let's not do that. Let's not talk about my plumbing. Like, that's, please, be gone. Um, so I feel like that's really frustrating that, I think a, a challenge for me is, like, I'm the sexual, but I, I have a uh, preference for mask identifying folks. It doesn't have to be uh, like penis owners, but just mask folks. I, I do um, lean towards that in my attraction. Um, but I found like, it's like, there are a lot of penis owners um, who, how do I say this? posture as being queer so that they can they can have interactions with vagina owners but I've not seen really that on what, field. You, you know what I'm saying yeah I've seen it on field and I'm just like no nah, that's 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 not how this works yeah so it's it's really interesting it's really interesting Yo. Hmm. yeah I think because of that I've started trying to move towards dating penis havers who are queer mm -hmm. and like you said that's hard because some of them are lying mm -hmm. which is kind of funny when we think about the whole argument of the DL man <laughs> and I've had a lot more success there like my pronouns are respected and I'm not treated like this little fragile thing because I'm like honestly I live in a house full of men outside of my, one of my dogs and I'm probably the most ferocious one in the house so I'm not a fragile little thing to 
that you need to hold real close. Like, I know I'm small and I know I'm cute, whatever. I still am <laughs> not that. <laughs> don't call me a lady or cute. I don't like that. So yeah, that's that's one of my biggest issues there or one of, one of the ways I got around that. But then as far as dating the vagina owners, a whole nother frustration that because I look like I do and have the personality that I do, they tell me I don't match because they expect me to be quiet and demure and all the cute girly things and I'm like you know that ain't me bro and I like to wear heels and I will throw on a skirt but yes 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 let me let me say this too like (laughs) I I do I'm I'm I do identify as a fan like I'm a super fan of that but I'm extremely like aggressive on certain things um so I do have this you know you see this but the whole Scorpio will come out of me when need be um I am very assertive but that's sometimes taken as aggressive but you know you see me like this but I have this whole aggressive attitude I live with a house full of men too so you know I gotta be like you say a pit bull in the skirt like Sometimes, but then I'm like, I need girls, let me touch me. So I do have that, even though I'm not um, gender queer or anything like that. But I'm traditional, like femininity for me is bullshit anyway. It's all performative. <laughs> if we want to really talk about it, um, I think. Dre and I were talking about that or somebody, I think I was talking about that on Clubhouse, how, I don't know who I was talking to about that. Maybe not, but somebody was talking about, I am very forgetful, I'm old as hell. Um, (laughs) I was talking about, uh, they were talking about how masculinity is performative and I'm just thinking to myself, femininity is very performative. This shit is performative. This is performative. (laughs) Wearing my makeup is performative. Look, I'm telling you, because I'm ready to throw on some tempos and a button-up so I can get me a girlfriend. Because as, <laughs> as soon as I come out mass-presenting, I have all of the paintings I could ever need. But when I go out feminine, they're like, nah, you too, you're too loud to dress like that. But why? But, but that's the crazy part. Like, if that's you think I'm, I'm hot, like, why does it matter? Like, <laughs> Right. But, so I, that's the crazy part about dating, too. I think, like, there's so much expectations around who's supposed to be the aggressive one quote-unquote who's supposed to be the one that is I don't know the man is I don't I don't want that we're just both women um you're on a dating site so if I speak to you you speak to me or you wave or you like my picture then why wouldn't you speak and say something so it's like I get that. And then it's like, I got all these people that like me. Nobody's spoken. I don't want to be the one that's always speaking and going after somebody. So I just like, fuck it. I'm not, I'm not going to continue. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave the, the messages in the inbox, the likes, because it's not going to go anywhere. And it's like, I don't want to say women are flaky, but we can be some flaky motherfuckers. Like, I don't, I don't think I'm flaky. Cause there's no need for me to be, but sometimes I'm just like, mm. I'm just anxious can't leave my house sometimes. That's all. I feel that. <laughs> I feel like though, it's, I feel like 
again, I'm new to the dating scene. I feel like the way in which people interact with dating now is this, it's like a menu versus like, like authentic connection interaction. So people are like, oh, do I feel like, like, do I want this? Like the, the level of choice that's out there makes it so that people can disregard people easier because they're not looking at everybody's profile as a person that they're interacting with. They're looking at them as options. And I know that's something that like, I don't like about, that's why I have failed, but I'm, I'm rarely on there. Cause I don't like the feeling of like looking as people, looking at people as options. Like I want to get to know people, see if, how we, if, and how we connect and go from there. Like, I don't want to, and I don't want to be judged in that way either. I want people looking at my profile like, hmm, do I like these pictures in the way that she des- she described herself? Right. Nope, past. You know, like I don't, I don't like the energy of it. Yeah, I don't even describe myself. I, I like what you just said, Mila. Um, that's important because I didn't even realize that or even think that way. Um, that people will see you as an option and not just, you know, I don't think people will actually read profiles and most people don't even put anything there, but that's true. They don't read profiles. I generally like to put a profile just to say, but I've kept it pretty much short and sweet now. Um, But I, I feel that way. What you're saying is true. Like, uh, it's it's almost like, having a lot of options, but it's pee in the pool. Like <laughs> it's a whole bunch of bad apples and one good apple. <laughs> like, so it's like you have options, but e yikes. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. It makes me sad. Yeah. I, like I heard. It. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I like it. I mean, it gives you a glimpse. I can read your aura through the, through the profile. That's, that's me. But when people don't put things, I'm like, okay, who are you? Swipe. Swipe. Who are you? What do you love to do? <laughs> like, who are your people? <laughs> I, I'd be wanting to know. I used to be on OkCupid and and you know answering all those questions. It gets to you get to I know you're liking it, but I was like, oh my gosh! Like it was really nice to see who I was compatible with and where they were and and all that. Well, I love answering those damn questions and reading answers. I, I like to know. On there. I do too. You were chaotic. <laughs> I was just seeing wild stuff in the answers just to see. Damn. Oh my God. Really? I hate dating apps. I'm like, you know, hi, you think I'm hot? You think I'm hot? Let's have a conversation. Are you crazy? Okay. Meet me at the park. (laughs) (laughs) So we can go walk and talk and actually get to know each other because like I've talked to people for months online and then they're like, yeah, let's date. I'm like time. I don't know you. They're like, but I've told you my whole life story. I said, but I don't know how you feel when you're in the same room as me. I don't know what your facial expressions are like, your body language. I need to know that. I need to know how loud you chew. You sniff a lot. Like, I need to know all these things because. (laughs) Not how loud you chew. I know. (laughs) 
Duray, I know you have an issue with eating <laughs> around people, people eating around you. Oh, wow. But I feel like the dating apps and like having, what's the word I want to say, when you I guess talk about yourself can give you like a jumping off point. Not just pictures, because I want to see nice pictures. Everybody is attracted to a nice face, a pretty smile, but not to be, you know, like that's okay, but what else? What is there? You know, you could be a pretty person, but be you could be beautiful on the outside and a really shitty person. So I really want to know who you are. I mean, nowadays I don't feel like a lot of people know how to have a good conversation. Like if say for instance I'm on the app and we're talking about you know, you said you like coffee. Oh, I like coffee as well. Let's go have coffee. Or what's your favorite kind of coffee? Do you like hot coffee? Do you like iced coffee? Or, you know, you like books. What kind of books do you read? Oh, you know, we can like have this type of conversation just off of that. But if like, there's nothing there, then you have nice pics. Okay, cool. But who are you and what the hell do you want? Because I'm not going to waste my time. Like I'm very intentional on the people that I deal with and date. Um, I don't need a lot of people. I just need good people that are going to be good to me and good for me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I think a lot of people have a confusion about polyamory as like almost like Pokemon. Got to catch them all. I don't need to catch them all. I don't need all of them. I just need some good people <laughs> in my life. What's all that's them. how people be looking at? I don't want all of them. <laughs> I just want good people some good folks in my life that's gonna add to my life not distract take from my life so you know I am trying to make connections with folks that I'm gonna be dating so yeah I feel like when people only put images to me that screams this is what I feel my value is this is what I'm bringing to the table this is our entry point for connection and I'm like I'm not, I don't identify as sapio or demi, uh, like demisexual, but I'm like, I still need to know something about your, per like, give me something. Um, okay. Can I ask a, a side note question? And maybe this may not be, I feel like it would still be in play regardless of gender or who you're attracted to. Do y'all keep finding that everybody on dating apps is in the anime? Is it just me? It's the new thing. I feel like on oh, every profile <laughs> and they all watch the same ones. I was like, what? Wait, if I, I, haven't got, I haven't seen that in it. Okay. And me, well, maybe because I'm not really looking. But. I think it's because you don't browse the same spaces as like Neela and I probably do. <laughs> I need to start browsing the spaces that y'all do because I need some deets on what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. But everybody watches the same anime, and I hate when they ask me, which anime do you like? And I'm like, well, Citrus and Kotaro lives alone, and they're like, "Do you watch One Piece?" Nah, I ain't never seen an episode of that. <laughs> I will go old school because I don't watch anime anymore. But I grew up watching like um, Thundercats. I grew up watching like, um, gosh, what's that one? This is from the eighties, and yeah. Um, what was it? It was with the cats and they formed, not the cats. 
And I got like mom brain right now. The cats uh, or something? <laughs> no. What are they called? Okay, I'm gonna mute until I think about this. I'll just go start listening stuff. I'm like Johnny Quest, Jim and the holograms. <laughs> like, that's too. That's too current. <laughs> Jim, I used to Jim love Jim. Jim. I was, was going to say Fraggle Rock. Yeah, it was a. It was kind of like a precursor to anime, though. It was definitely from the Japanese makers. Hmm. I don't know. I forgot. I'll come back to it. Had any luck meeting people who are poly or kinky or whatever it is you're looking for in the wild? Wait. <laughs> in the wild? Like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Like, I just walking down the street. <laughs> no. Okay. Let me ask everyone here because I think everybody identifies as queer. Like, for me, I never approach female-identified folks anymore. I've done it a couple times. I've been like, yeah, I'm not like that. But thanks, but you're cute. Thank you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so does anybody ever approach folks that are female-identified I just, I don't, I don't want to either get, well, if somebody cuts me out, then I might fight. So that's one of the other reasons why. You have to have a, a little chaos in you. That's how I avoid the fights. Cause I've gotten some looks. Cause I just roll up on a woman like, Hey, excuse me. Can I talk to you for a second? Like, what you want? I'm like, well, hi, my name is Dre. I think you're hi. Do you like women real quick? Just lay it out. And they're like, no. Okay. Thank you. Have a nice day. See, I don't want to get the ones that be like, bitch, I'm like no motherfucking <laughs> women. And then I like, let me pull my hair up and take my glasses off because I'm just gonna step on her chest. Should... Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you out here curb stomping people. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the way my submissiveness is set up, I don't approach anyone ever. Like this not the way I uh, handle dating. Um, I only respond. I don't lead. Um, so I can't say that I've done that, but, but you still meet people in the wild. Like I've been out and have been approached, um, uh, by all kinds of folks. Um, and I feel like the furthest I've gotten in the wild is exchanging numbers with people and then never hearing from them. So, so I feel like the wild is not the, is not the way. At least it's not. I think it's easier. I think it's easier with male-identified folks. Um, That's because they're easy. I was gonna say that too. <laughs> I was gonna say that too. They are very easy. They are. Um, I've been approached by women and films and been like, "Yes," like especially if I went out dancing somewhere and I'm like, "Oh, you know," I'm like, "Yeah." I did, I did that one time. I did that one time. We had went out. Um, Actually, we were in a kind of like a queer space. It wasn't totally queer, but there was this young woman with this night. It was like in August. So she had a nice ass dress and heels. And I was like, oh, she looked really, really good. And I like approached her. I'm like, excuse me, but do you like women? She was like, I don't know yet. I'm just exploring. God damn it. 
Uh, can you just ask, ask more questions? Ask some questions, though. <laughs> keep, go, keep asking more questions. Like, what you mean? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What have you done already? No. <laughs> I'm not trying to be no experiment. For real. The West I, I not. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because sometimes they say that and they be like, I could I could tell that she was pretty much younger, like young, oh. young, like in her twenties. Oh. So maybe she, and she was out with her friends. So oh, you weren't trying to be a cougar? No, oh. ma'am. <laughs> mm. Nope. Uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> I need them to be older than my children. <laughs> um, I'm not there yet. That's real. <laughs> Wait, you said how old was the person? <laughs> I think she was like in her 20s. My my oldest son is 26. So you don't even look like you old enough to have a son that's 26. I have a 26-year-old and a 23-year-old. It don't crack. Black don't crack, y'all. <laughs> Let me see. We're trying to look at notes because I had thoughts days ago. I don't be reaching out to anybody in a while. I'm good. I'm good. I usually meet penis havers in the wild because you never know what one of them is down for until you start asking questions. And one of my things is when a guy steps to me in public, my first thing is to be as obnoxious and scary as possible. So when they ask me, hey, can I get to know you and be your friend? I'm like, well, do you want to be my bitch? That's usually my first question. And a good 80% of them say yes. Okay. Do you know oh. what that means? They're like, no, nah, what, what do we need to do? I said, everything I want to do, you got to do it. So if I need something to eat, you're going to get it. If my feet are bothering me, you're going to rub them. If I need a chair, you're going to get down, let me sit on you. Okay. Oh, I could do all Please. that. Are you sure? Can I hit you? Sure. <laughs> I just keep on escalating and see how far I can go before they back out. Now, if they never say no, I'm keeping them. <laughs> Why they, they have no boundaries. <laughs> They want to, uh, oh no! If they do everything, <laughs> oh, I don't. I mean, I don't ask them to do things that are out of the way. Like I'm not going to ask them about pegging furniture. Or... You objectification, objectification, pretty. That's pretty high. Top I tier. have a thing for strong backs, so if you can hold my weight <laughs> on your back, <laughs> listen. <laughs> hey, but you know they might be into pegging though, so you need to ask that. Yeah, yeah maybe they're into kink. Objectification is a thing. I done found me a lot of masochistic men in my life that like to take a punch or a slap or a bite. Ask for questions. I need need to fully come into my princess, um, my princess role as someone who who used to be on the the right side of the slash for a very long time. I'm coming into my whole role as a princess, and I need to really get into that because you really are, Jay. I love that. But I need to find <laughs> some men that want to do stuff for me. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I'm a princess. Worship me. Take care of me. Buy me things. I like pretty things. Let me quit. Okay. Uh, I like to people do things for me. Come wash my clothes. Wash my car because I hate washing my car. Yeah. Cut my grass. Make yourself useful. You want to be my chauffeur? I got one of those. I got one of those. Can I borrow one? Shoot. Yeah, you can come take the one here. Just bring them back. He will drive you everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh man. I don't know. Are we running out of stuff to talk about? I feel like, well, I have one thing to talk about. I'm curious if y'all have had interactions where people say they're poly, but they're actually, I mean, someone talked earlier about a cheater, but like, I think they're, there's ethical non-monogamy, there's polyamory, and then there's people who are swingers. And I feel like I've had interactions with people who think they're polyamorous, but they're really swingers. And I'm just like, you know, that's not the same thing. It's like, it's, like it's under the umbrella folks, of ethical non-monogamy, but it's not the same. It is totally not. Folks are really, really confused that ethical non-monogamy is this whole big umbrella term and polyamory, swinging, polyamory, polygamy, all that is underneath there. And you, I really have to ask a lot of questions, a lot of leading questions. Like, I want to know how long have you been polyamorous? What does polyamory mean to you? Um, Do you date separately? I'm not fucking with nobody that don't date separately. Sorry, I'm not dating your man. I have one of those already. I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. So I don't want to date your man. Um, so, and then like for me as someone who was in the swinging community for a little while um, and being demisexual and being um, on the A spectrum, like that, you know, also whenever there's conversations that are starting to lead to sex, unless I really want to talk about it, then I kind of, I don't want to say I shut down, but it's like, I want to talk about something else. If you want to talk about sex, let's talk about the the sociological impacts of sex. Let's talk about some real shit. Like, because, (laughs) because honestly, like, you know, I have been having sex for a very long time, 20 plus years. So... Yeah, this is nothing that I like haven't done. And it's like it's not really interesting to me anymore. Um so and it goes along the lines of dating. It's like I don't really need that. I don't need just sex. I need if I'm looking for a partner, I'm looking for somebody that's gonna add that value to my life. Um, so for me, I ask a lot of questions and just if their actions and their words don't line up, then it's, I'm good. Sound like you on some bullshit. So, yeah. A lot of people, I, I, I'm i totally biased. <laughs> I know um, he and I have talked a lot about like swear culture. Um, I think, what was that? Maybe last year? I mean, yeah, sometime last year, late last year, I actually went to a, what I thought originally was like more of a king party. It was more of a swinger party. And someone warned me, I was like, okay, because I know that, you know, very different. I'm very kinky and I'm not a swinger, but um, I've been noticing <laughs> that uh, a lot of swingers, I don't know, they they have a different idea of consent and um, boundaries. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of ethical non-monogamous folks, we just have that one lock. We understand a lot about 
what no means, um, how to create those healthy boundaries. But swingers, I've noticed of all races for real, they, they really have an issue with that. Mm-hmm. That's been my experience. So another, well, another question that um, Andrea just brought up, she made me think about it. I don't want to, and I, this is not just totally with swingers because I know poly folks get jealous too. But I feel like a lot of swingers, they will, I don't want to say they will tell on themselves because their jealousy be out of control. It's crazy. I know, but I know poly, you know, poly folks, we deal with jealousy, yeah. and but we start learning. We learn how to deal with the jealousy. We learn how to work through it. They ain't working through that shit. They not working through it. There's a lot of jealousy. There's a lot of like territorialness. There's, yeah. When they, yes. they start doing that, I'm even going to say, I don't even want to say even this with polyam folks. That's, I don't want to say it's a turnoff, but it's lightweight as a turnoff when they started becoming like super jealous. Like, what are we doing here? Uh, didn't we both sign up for this? Um, so I'm not sure what's going on, but maybe you need to go journal. You need to go, uh, become more introspective and work on that because that's mm-hmm. not, that's turning me off and it's drawing my girl up <laughs> all the way. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Go mm. manage that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's surprising to me how many polyamorous people I've interacted with who don't experience compersion because like it's deep for me like I like I'm very I don't know if compersive is the word but like I experience compersion often like I like when other people are receiving pleasure and um are like being fulfilled and being happy and so when there are other like people are all like polyamorous people are human so like you mentioned uh, Jay, like people can can experience jealousy, but when it's like that deep territorial, like I'm like, where? How does that work? I don't understand how that works in tandem with polyamory. Like I don't see. It doesn't connect the dots for me. It's the stuff that they got to work on, and I know it's. I know it's polyamory is this big thing that we have we have to unlearn so much we have to unlearn so much as far as monogamy is concerned gender roles gender issues even being queer we have to unlearn a lot of stuff but when I see people that are super duper still struggling with jealousy it's like you haven't really worked on it and people don't realize not to even start going off on a tangent about jealousy jealousy they call the um it's like a hidden, it's like the hidden emotion. My video. It's the it's an imposter. It's an imposter, imposter emotion. Because it's connected to so many other issues. Like even for myself, for example, I was feeling jealous one time um, with a situation. And je- jealousy actually was stemming from me feeling like my needs weren't being met. Mm-hmm. and I was feeling all these feelings and mad and angry about it so it was that anger it was that maybe some internal stuff with me like oh well this person is getting something that I'm not getting and so I had to take a step back and work on that 
and say, okay, well, maybe you need to start communicating more about your needs and your wants and also realize, okay, this is what's going on with them and the other partner or whatever's going on with them, you know, that's just something you got to work on. And it's always this work in progress, I feel, but it's, it, it would just make me really, really uncomfortable when people are super, super jealous like that. I had a thought and I lost it. Oh, that's what it was. You said that something about a symptom and I, that's the way I think of it. Jealousy is always a symptom of something else. And like, I'll admit I've had bouts of jealousy, but it's always something with me. And so most of my partners have no idea I've been jealous before because I don't cause a scene and I don't say anything. I just step back and go, well, I don't like that. And then since I have the anxious brain, that turns into a spin of a whole lot of thoughts. And eventually the right one comes out as long as I can have my alone time and then I'll figure it out. But mm -hmm. yeah, I don't like dealing with people who have the jealousy. And I think it's worse when the jealousy isn't so in your face. Not the jealousy. Yeah, the jealousy. <laughs> like <laughs> Not in your face because like I've dealt with that where somebody was jealous and I kind of thought they were. But then they were so nice and so sweet and we were close. We even dated. But then they were still jealous and possessive. And I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Why is there no space for me in your life? And why is there no space for me in this other person's life that you're also in because you're jealous of me? Like, I, I don't want to do that. And so, yeah, I, I tend to be quiet about that when I see it. But I do keep an eye on it because that might be my cue to exit left. <laughs> because I don't, I'm not competing and I'm not fighting. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. they fighting with their own damn self too right mm -hmm. I gotta undo with that take that up with you <laughs> I know in my last partnership um, my partner felt compersion towards me which was mad liberating I've never felt compersion in my romantic partnership I, I feel it a lot in my friendships of course I'm happy for them and their success you know they say that your inner kid comes out and like a lot of your needs come out in partnership. So starting, yeah, but I'm hoping, I'm really hoping to feel compassion in the future. Maybe, you know, as I continue to manage my jealousy. So. Shit. <laughs> I actually feel compersion like all the time. Like I've been at points where I've told old partners, like, um, you need to go home and leave me now and have sex with your wife, please. Please, I need you to break her back. Do it. Give her one for me. But I just love it. Like it makes me happy. Like, um, and I don't and I don't feel like it's necessary for everybody to feel that way. But I think when you really love somebody, you want them to be happy. You want their ultimate happiness. That's how I feel. You want their ultimate happiness. So when they're happy, I'm happy. <laughs> and I feel that appreciation too. Like you, I like that connection. Like we both have somebody who we both love together. Um, and that makes me happy too. Like I'm connected to this wonderful person. You're connected to this wonderful person. We love them together. And yeah. So I don't feel like it's necessary per se, but 
I feel it. I feel it all the time. I'd be happy as hell. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, look at y'all. Y'all cute. Y'all gonna kiss. (laughs) I feel it until I'm in a bad mood myself. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I'm not mad. I'm not sad. I'm not jealous. I just really don't care. Go on. (laughs) Go do what you're gonna do. Come back to me later. When I feel better, I will be so excited for you. But right now, uh uh-uh. I gotta handle something. That's the only time I don't feel compersion because I've had the feeling of compersion and jealousy at the same time, which mm-hmm. felt like it was going to break my brain. But it kind of made sense, I guess. I guess because I like both of them, but then it was like, oh, I'm left out. <laughs> so that was that was strange. That's real. That's real. Yeah, I, I I feel like I I really relate to that sentiment of like feeling compersion, like oh I'm so glad that y'all get to have that experience, and it's not like I don't want y'all to have it. It's not like envy, but I'm just like I want so too. <laughs> like, can I come next time? Can I? Can I? <laughs> like, what about me? Cheerleader in the background. Um. That's that's real. Yeah, it's that's it. I can relate to that feeling of like it breaks my brain because I'm like, I'm glad that you had that and I wouldn't take that away at all. I want that to continue. And also, I want some. <laughs> right. Can we take turns? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You made me think though, like maybe next time I should offer to be their driver. <laughs> be a designated driver. See, and then they'll know I'll keep them safe. That's even more perfect. Yeah, and I'm free. And uh, maybe I can join in on a threesome. Yay. I wasn't going to say that part. <laughs> it was implied, no swear. <laughs> now you know I know you, Dre. Come on now. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a new thing now. You know, the whole life has changed. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm having to date a lot now because for the first time in a long time, I really don't have a romantic partner. (laughs) I have partners, but not romantic partners. And they could be sexual, some of them, but it's not really a thing. And it's like, ooh, I don't really care about the romance being gone, but I do miss the sex being gone. Mm -hmm. So I'm struggling with slowing my horniness down so I can get to know people because I am on demon time all the time from the time I wake up to wake up. (laughs) It don't stop when I'm asleep. (laughs) And I'm having to like really back, like, calm down, Andrea, calm down. And I think it's annoying people. I'm like, I'm sorry. But if you just, I'll be okay. Can I see your... You think about that the whole time. Can I see your butt? Right. I think there's something on your butt. Come here. <laughs> and and low-key, me asking for hugs is an entire perverted thing. Just putting that out there. Hugging is me being a pervert. Because I can feel your <laughs> chest against mine. I can smell you. I can feel your back. Like it's a whole Wait thing. a minute. <laughs> I've had somebody do somebody did this to me before. I'm like, this person was hugging me a little bit too long. Were they trying to get a feel? Yes. Not but, you, but somebody mm. else. Yes. When I, I'll, if I see somebody fine, I don't care. Just, hey, can I have a hug? And they never tell me no. Who going to say no to a hug? <laughs> right. 
I've been yeah. trying to get awkwardly long hugs, but I'm not plotting. I just like hugging. <laughs> I didn't think your hug was long or weird. Then I'm a pervert though, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I take the long hugs with glee. Oh my gosh. Well, see, we know how I pick up people and we know that Neela does not. What about you, Andrea? I do not. And now you got me questioning who wants to hug, man. It's like, should I be worried now? Okay. Not worried. I'm saying add it to your repertoire. It's a good worried. way to break the ice. You know, like, can I have a hug? Like, oh my God, your hug me. is so now, nice. Perverting hugs. I, I see you out here. That was my question. And now that was my steps into being more assertive. And the one to initiate was asking for hugs. And I still do it. Never mind. Yeah. Just be saying hello. Hi, I'm Andrea. <laughs> How are you? Hi, my name is Drake. Can I have a hug? <laughs> can a hug? Well, I respect the boundaries, so I'm like, can mm-hmm. I do that? I'm asking. And I love me a good hug. Touch. Yeah, I ask for consent before I touch. I introduce myself, and I always smile. And it's usually when I'm out dancing, so I'll usually smell good too. Wow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> She just want her boobs, y'all boobs up against her chest. <laughs> right so, here. Boobicles so. <laughs> up against her chest. <laughs> Breasticles. Yeah, Breasticles. I feel like even like, even though I don't approach people, the way that I do it, which I feel like this just says something about my submissives. I say, are you a hugger? <laughs> Hopefully they'll say <laughs> yes. Tip to hug. No, that's really yes. good. That's honestly I- really good. Because mm-hmm. I've had somebody who I thought, you know, I was kind of cool with and I knew kind of like on social media and I for them to hug them and they're like, mm mm. Yikes. Okay, never mind. Or I I'm that person say, Oh, I'm a hugger. I was like, I am too, but I don't want to hug you. <laughs> like, no thanks. <laughs> Absolutely not. Give yeah. me 52. <laughs> My hugs are very specific and for specific people. Do not hug me without warning. Yeah. <laughs> I hate when people say I'm a hugger. That's like okay, but that don't mean you'll be near my body. I'm a hugger too. I love hugs, but consensual hugs, <laughs> please only. Okay, since I'm chaos, I have another question. Would you ever go on a date at the same time as like with two people at the same time that you're dating, but they're not dating? Like have your own double date way ex- break like say you have mm-hmm. two partners or no not two partners you got two people you're interested in and they are, seem like they're really cool and they're down to go on like a double date would you do something like that that like would be you and the two folks that'd be fun what always plotting i'd be trying to get cool people hey. and cool people like going like like bowling or something like that or off yeah. for drinks or something right. like fun yes, yes. that sounds fun that has backfired on me, but it was fun. But I, I can only, I can only see that happening with two, with a man and a woman, or t- because I couldn't see it with two men together. Maybe two women, possibly. I can only see it like that. If the men have but, things in common, you absolutely can take them both because you might get conf- lost, like forgotten, and they'll go shoot pool. But I, but I think the man would be cool with uh, just having, like, being around two women compared to if I'm going on a date and there's two men that I'm interested in. 
Mm, I don't know how that's gonna go. Yeah, I feel like I'm attracted to the type of penis owners and mass presenting folks who would be like excited for that. Like, yeah, let's yeah, I'm like that's the type of guy I'm looking for. If you feel like it's it's a it's some type of uh mark on your masculinity or you don't want to be seen with another like if if that's you, we probably not even talking to begin with. Right. I'm gonna call you weak sauce. Uh-oh. Exactly. I mean, I'm just saying in theory, but I would want a man that would be cool. But you know, there's not that many men who'll be. Yeah. I mean, I've had, here. I've done it with partners where we just hang out, but usually that ends up them teasing me or they have so much in common and then they know it's fun or they'll talk and talk and talk. And then I'm like, yeah, I don't know any of that stuff. So I'm just going to go upstairs. <laughs> Or go outside or something. So that's the backfire that I usually get when I bring two partners together is that they like each other too much and they're like bestest of friends. It's supposed to be about introverted me. ass. My introverted so, yeah. ass just needs one on one. One. That's kind of happened to me where where a partner brought their other partner. And like we were always hanging out together, and then the other partner ended up being a partner since we all like kind of liked each other. So mm-hmm. it was cool. Mm-hmm. Don't let me ask no more questions, but they're going to get worse. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for the chaos. The chaos. I love it. Bring it on. I'm assuming everybody announces they're probably up front. Of course. Yes. Okay, then I don't have to worry about that. Yes. That's not one. Are we all parents? No. I'm a oh, child for honey dip. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I love my baby. Well, he's not a baby no more. Baby's still hmm. a baby. She's three. Yo, baby. <laughs> Yo, baby. Can we got a long way to go. You could take mine, I'll take yours. I'm going to bring her back when she go to school. Yes. <laughs> Y'all would get along because she, she is a chaotic. She is so funny. People might, uh, they're like, oh, she's so sweet. I was like, oh, that is never a word I would use to describe my child. She's a firecracker. Um, but yeah, she likes chaos. Any kid that stays with me is going to like chaos. You cannot leave a child with me that's quiet. <laughs> it's not going to work. I'll get it all. And they've been dirty. Uh, let me see. I can just close it. Okay, I know I turn friends into lovers. Does anybody else do that? On a regular basis with intention. Mm. Like actually try to become friends. No, like like my thing is when I'm dating, you have to be my friend first. So I put an intention behind. I'm being friends with you. I know that you're interested and I am too. But first we got to do this. We have Mm. to do this. We got to go friend dates. We got to hang out and just have fun together. Yeah, we might screw around and stuff like that too, but I, I do my friends. That's okay. But the dating part, like being in a relationship and me, like, uh, we'll have to wait on that sometimes. I got to see if you really are cool. I got to test out all the things you said to me. Like, are you telling the truth? Can I meet your other partners? Are you getting tested the way you would? <laughs> I think that's part of dating. I, I don't think I intentionally try to date my friends I do want to be friends with my partners but like I don't like be friends with people and they're like oh yeah let's date afterwards 
Because there are people who are like, I want to be friends with them, but I don't want to date. Yeah, I've been hit with a bunch of. Go ahead. I've been hit with a bunch of, hey, we just met. And then like three days later, I'll you. And then three days later, let's get married. I'm like, whoa. I don't know you. Oh, yikes. (laughs) I don't know you. Yeah, I don't. All my chaos has brought the chaos back. So, man, like (laughs) just this week, somebody asked me to have their baby. And I was like, the chaos is full sir, circle, ma'am. Sir, <laughs> I'm like, do you, I told you my health history. You see me taking these medications. You're just so intelligent. Mm-hmm. Bro, you're in your 50s, and my child's going to be 18 in three years. Absolutely not. If it's you get one, I'll come over and babysit for you. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah, we had that conversation. That's a no for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm, no, I just thought about it because it's my friend. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you date someone that's not your friend? Like, how do you, how does that work? I feel like there's a lot of people in relationships that they're not friends, but that's true. That's true. Like, listen I- to people talk about their partners, they are not friends. Yeah. I see that in monogamy a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eating and roasting their partners and stuff. I'm like, what is the point, y'all? Like, why are you together? And I and I think it's because I hang out with so many men and I listen to how they talk. And I'm just like, ew, you're disgusting. You don't even like men. What are you doing? Um, so yeah, they're like, they're not friends. The real gag is most of them don't like women. They like what's between our legs, that's it. <laughs> so that's why I had that being friends thing I asked that because there are people who really do not put the effort into being friends with their partners they don't go out and do fun things like we need to go bowling and I need to beat you at least once and we got to go skating or at least come in the rink while I skate well no don't do that that's stupid (laughs) but if you go skating you have to skate even if you're gonna fall on your ass I'm I'm for sure when I come come visit you, we have to go skating. And if I fall, just laugh and pick me up. So, okay, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we will. I got I got two visitors on here that need to come visit. Missing all of the house music. Yo, I was thinking of you at the house music. They was playing house music. I was just in the office by myself, just dancing. I just be ready for July. I'm here for it. Love me some house music. Wait, where did you say you at? I'm here in St. Louis. Huh? St. Louis. In the Midwest. I'm not that far. I'm not. I'm I'm from Indiana, see? Okay. Yeah. I've already told my chaotic best friend that you're coming too. So yeah. Drink a lot (laughs) water and be ready for the chaos. I don't have anything else. Do you, Jay? I don't. Do you or, or you, Nila or Andrea? Anybody else? Bye. I just want to say that Nila's earrings are very beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Nila sometimes inspires me to always want to be that feminine, but then I'm like, mm. every time I do it, I get upset. <laughs> It's so wild because like I don't even be like 
I would be like, I don't feel super femme today. Today I'm like somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. But if it presents that way, it's good. That's cool. <laughs> I love the energy. First off, the lipstick is bomb. It's gorgeous. Then they're nice earrings and necklace set. Oh, nice. I'm jealous. Gift. I, had to, I had to wear it today because someone at work got it for me. My earrings. Oh, are, nice. This is actually, this. The, the earrings is less about accessory. It's more like I, sometimes I just, you know, tactile. Wow. You just touch something. Yes. Yes, come through. Well, this has been a fun conversation about dating. I want to thank everyone that is here, my co-host, Dre, Andrea, and (laughs) Mila. I want to thank y'all for showing up and showing out and being awesome. Yeah. So if y'all want to tell the audience where you can be found at, you can. If not, that's fine, too. Uh, respect everybody's boundaries and shit like that so i don't even share my twitter see look i'm trying to remember what i sell this podcast if i want people to find me on fat but i feel like it's fine <laughs> um i'm neela thorne on fat life if anybody's in the kink community and looking for a uh, connection and community i really enjoy the community some of the community that's there um and <laughs> welcome anybody to, to reach out yeah. Oh, where can I be found? Check out, I guess, my IG, um, my pleasure doula page. It's Sensual Sweet Coaching. Check me out. Hey, and we will put that in the show notes. Um, go ahead. I was going to say, everybody knows that we have our Twitter account, AutopolyPod, and the what else we have? email autopolypod at gmail.com and you can do the voice message on anchor.fm if you want to talk directly to us and tell you what you think of our podcast no one is speaking to us please tell us what you think please tell us even if y'all want to discuss us out i'll listen i would love it (laughs) i would laugh i would love it i we don't even get like solicitors even like using it they're trying to find me (laughs) <laughs> collections like okay well thanks everyone once again and we're gonna say bye um peace adios thanks for having me. Hasta luego. Bye. bye later gator